Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura, and I am so glad that you guys are joining in today, wherever you're joining at, Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, I think there's a couple more, but wherever you guys are listening or watching, I just want to say welcome to the channel. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where we live and breathe passion and purpose. We grow as Christian leaders. And so I'm super glad that you guys are here with me today. This is going to be a fun episode because today we are talking or I am answering the most Googled relationship questions. So honestly, guys, I, I looked these up and wrote them down and I am answering them off the cuff. So um, it might, you know, we're going to have fun today. I just wanted it to be super organic. I wanted to be less like structured teaching and more just like on the fly. Let's answer some questions. And so it's going to be a fun episode um, for all you guys that are tuning in. Thank you so much for being a part of the Future Is Now family. I love this family that we have. We are on a roll, people. Two weeks ago, we had 500 downloads. Last week, we had 700 downloads. Just yesterday, we had 150 downloads. So I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, If you have been listening to the podcast and you have been enjoying the content, I just would ask you, my only ask is that you would go on Apple podcast and write a written review on there. Give it a five star and write down what you like about the podcast. We are almost, we've almost broken, guys, we've almost broken into the top 200 podcasts like three different times. The peak spot is 208. So if we can get a little bit more written reviews going, I think we can break it. So um, if you haven't done that already, make sure that you do it. Make sure you share this episode. Um, I'm super excited for today. Uh, Get your hearts and your minds ready and let's answer some questions. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, let's jump into it. The most Googled relationship questions. I was super curious about this, honestly, because I was like, I don't know what people are asking about relationships. And if it's the most Googled online, I assume that most of my listeners might have some questions about it. And so, you know what? I always tell you guys, follow me on Instagram at Spencer Knock. Follow me and DM me and talk about the episode, ask questions. I reply to every single one of you guys. But you know what? Sometimes I know asking a question can just be a little, you know, uncomfortable. Or maybe you're wondering something, you just don't have the boldness to say it. That's okay. That's why I did this for you guys. The most asked questions on Google about relationships. We're just going to jump into this, guys. So here we go. Number one. This is a good question. Has social media ruined dating? Ooh, has social media ruined dating? In my opinion, quite frankly, no. I don't know if that's a, a hot take or a lot of people have that opinion. I really don't think that social media has ruined dating. And it also says social media and dating apps. Okay, so I don't think either has ruined dating, honestly. I think just because something is more accessible doesn't mean it's it's bad. I will say that it has gotten a little bit like sleazier, I would say. Like it has gotten a little bit more gray in terms of dating. Um, it's a lot easier to just type something out and send a message than to walk up to somebody face to face and say, hey, I think that you're really attracted, attractive. I would love to take you to coffee. Um, so... 
honestly, I don't think it's ruined it, but I do think that you have to get out of the social media dating phase at some point. I think it's fine. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it's fine to slide into somebody's DMs and just strike up a conversation. Hey, how's your day going? Hey, I love your content on Instagram. Hey, I saw that you were a blogger. I, I saw that you were a podcaster, blah, 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 blah. You know, I think it's fine if you're single wanting to, you know, you find someone cute on Instagram. I think it's perfectly okay to message them. However, you just have to um, get past that phase, okay? Your relationship should not be on social media okay your relationship should be one-on-one dming and facetime is not the same as being in person so i would say it didn't it hasn't ruined it in my opinion it's made it easier but sometimes we can um, fall victim to allowing the ease of something to become the normalcy of it and so don't let just like social media and dating apps become normal go on dates have fun live in the real world guys there's a real world out there that you can live in okay it's not just tiktok and instagram and twitter and facebook i mean nobody's really on facebook anymore i think but there's a real world out there so you know what go on real dates all right going on to number two am i in love Ooh, this is a good question am i in love Hmm, are you? I don't know. Are you in love? I, I would say, okay, if you were to look up, am I in love? Or if you were to look up the definition of love right off the bat, I'm pretty sure Google, I don't know, but Google would probably say something like an intense feeling, a strong emotion, right? I mean, that's probably what it would say. But in all honesty, love is not a feeling. Love is a decision. Uh, and I know when I say that, I sound super calculated and robotic, but what I mean by that is like scripture says love is, there's no greater love than this, than laying one's life down for one another. And love will come with amazing emotions and feelings and joy in your life. But at, at the same time, just because there's an absence of feeling that doesn't mean that there's an absence of love. So how do you know if you if you love somebody is if you're willing to lay down your life for that person. I wake up every single day and I'm like, I'm... I wake up every single day knowing that I'm going to love my wife. It's a decision that I wake up every single day saying, I will love my wife. No matter my feeling, no matter the circumstance, I'm going to love my life. I'm going to love my wife and I'm going to lay down my life for her just because that's the conviction that I have. Now, do I have fun with my wife? Yes. Do I find her insanely attractive? Yes. Do I, do I find her personality so infatuating? Yes, of course. I love her. But I'm saying that you can't base love on a feeling because feelings fade. So when you think that you're in love with somebody just because you feel an emotion, those emotions will fade. There will be a season where it's harder. And what are you going to do? Skip out and bail out just because you're not feeling that anymore? No, that is not true love. True love is a choice. So we have to be able to choose love. So are you in love? I don't know. Are you? Are you willing to lay down your life for the other person? If it's a yes, then yeah, you're in love. If it's a no, then, you know, it's probably not, it's probably not a love that's worth following. Okay, am I in love? Love is less of a feeling, more of a choice, although that choice comes with great feelings. Okay, I don't know how better to explain it. Let's move on. Let's go on. Number three, does he like me? Mm, does he like me? If you have to ask that question, the answer is probably no. On it. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think that's just kind of how it is. Like, I don't really know guys that a lot of guys that hold their hands close to them. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know a lot of guys that are like not openly, hey, I like you. Or you can just tell 
because most likely a guy is going to be the one that's pursuing, right? A guy's going to be the one that's going out and asking you on a date. And um, if you have a guy in your life and you're like, oh, I don't know if he likes me or not, he probably doesn't like you enough to be worth the time, right? I mean, is that fair? Like if you're like, I really don't know. He's kind of flirty, but then he's kind of weird. I don't know. He's probably not worth your time. A guy that's confident and knows what he wants is going to ask you on a date. He's going to make his intentions clear and it's not going to be a question, okay? So does he like me? If you're, if you're typing that question in Google, the answer's probably no. Sorry, hate to break it to you. Okay, <laughs> going on. Number four, how to get over a breakup. Uh, chocolate ice cream. Uh, actually, that is a great breakup remedy. But how to get over a breakup. Um... Breakups are tough. Breakups are hard, honestly. It's like, it, there's no easy way about it. You ever know that person that like goes through a breakup and they're perfectly fine? And you're like, did you, did you even like this person? <laughs> like the whole time, like, were you even invested in this? Uh, but how to get over a breakup? I would say uh, it's best to have a clean cut in a breakup. Okay. If that requires you to delete their number, if that requires you to just delete their social media, whatever, to block them, you know what, honestly do it. Because the longer, the faster that you can make that cut clean, the better it will be for you in the long run. And have great friends around you. Rely on the people. Don't isolate yourself. Don't go into a, you know, a, a deep, like, coma in your room with ice cream and like movies and don't talk to anybody like you can do that you can watch movies you could be in a room just bring somebody with you friends help everything they help the highs of life and they help the lows of life so how to get over a breakup i would say make it a clean as clean of a cut as possible don't stop playing games stop playing the oh we broke up and then we get back together when we break up no if you break up then just break up if you if you decide if you want to go on a break um i would say either stick it out and learn what it means to really navigate through a hard season of a relationship or just break up with them, okay? Breaks are stupid. Um, sorry, I don't know if that's harsh. Sorry, if, you, if you've been on breaks, listen, I'm not judging you. This is just my opinion. This is Spencer Nakamura's opinion. Okay, going on. Number, what are we on? One, two, three, four, five. Number five. Is my girlfriend or boyfriend cheating on me? The most Googled questions. That's kind of, that's sad. That is actually really sad. Is my girlfriend or boyfriend cheating on me? Um, this is one of those questions, again, where it's, if you have to ask the question, if you have to ask the question, you know, the answer is probably not going to be what you want it to be. And I'm not saying just because you have questions, that means it's true. But I'm saying if you have to ask the question, then there's definite trust issues that you got to deal with in your relationships. Okay. Trust issues kill relationships. Okay. If you're asking, is, is my boyfriend or girlfriend cheating on me? That has some underlining issues that you really need to face. Okay. You should never, that should never be a consideration in a relationship. Like, hmm, I wonder if my wife is being faithful to me today. No, that, that should never be a question. And so you just got, you guys got to just build trust around you. You got to build trust. Uh, how do you build trust? This is a big one with me where it's like, I have, um, I, I really believe in an open phone policy. And what that is, is like anytime my wife, wants to look through my phone like she can. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like that's a pretty easy thing to do, like an easy concept if you have total trust. Uh, a big question that I that I see sometimes is like, hey, my 
my boyfriend or my husband is or my wife and my girlfriend are, is super weird like with their phone like i i don't like what I, I that is a big red flag to me maybe you have different convictions than me maybe like you have a different opinion but there is in my opinion there's no good reason that i shouldn't be able to give my phone to my wife for her to look through whatever she wants to look through like literally anything go through anything go through all my conversations and it's like, well, I, there's, it's the excuse, you know, like, well, I'm like, I'm just a little bit more private. So it bothers me. Uh, private about what? Like, what do you talk? The privacy means that you're, you want to withhold information. That's what privacy is. So if we're talking about significant other dating or married, like what information are you trying to withhold from somebody else? Now it's different if like I buy a gift for Adrian and I, you know, I, it's a surprise, so, but like, Besides that, like there is no reason that your phone should be off limits um, to your spouse. That's kind of weird. That's actually super weird. So with me, it's like I have no doubt in my mind that I can trust Adrian. A, because um, I she's proved that I she or I can trust her. Like there, you know, she's always there for me and she always comes through for me. And you know, so in that reason, I can trust her. But also, like she can trust me because we. Like she has my location all the time. Why? Because I could I couldn't care less if she knows my location. Of course she knows my location at all times. Why would she not want be able to see where I'm at? So that's just my opinion on like if you have to ask yourself if your boyfriend or girlfriend is cheating on you. I'm not saying it's yes. I'm just saying like you got to have a conversation there. There's got to be some real discussion on why you don't trust your significant other. All right, moving on. Let's keep going. How do I ask someone out? Uh, my one tip of advice how to ask somebody out is to don't be weird. Like it's a normal, you know, don't be weird. I don't know how else to say it. Like, you know, if you see somebody like I, we were talking about Instagram and it's totally fine to DM somebody and, you know, say, hey, what's going on or whatever. But eventually, I mean, like, how do you ask someone out? Hey, I think that you're a really cool person. I would love to get some coffee sometime. I mean, is that not, has th have things changed where it's like, that's not a thing anymore? I don't know. If you, if dinner is too overwhelming for you, grab a coffee. If coffee is too overwhelming for you, then, you know, maybe gets a little bit more courage in your life. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, if you're not willing to ask a girl to coffee, then you don't deserve to, you don't deserve her time. I mean, plain and simple. Um, so how do I ask somebody out? Just don't be weird and be upfront and be honest. Like, Hey, I think you're a really cool person. I want to hang out the end. All right, moving on. Uh, we only got a couple more. This one, how do I build trust? Oh, we just talked about this. How do I build trust? Um, how do you build trust in your relationship? Showing up every single day. Because when you show up every single day, trust builds every single day. It's not going to build in one single day, but it's going to build by the investments that you make every single day. Um, I just said day a lot, sorry. But I mean, like, uh, let's let's get an analogy in here, okay? Let's say, um, I'm trying to think of one. Okay, here's one. The first time I rode an airplane, I was pretty scared, right? I was pretty terrified. Because when you think about it, I mean, like this, think about an airplane. It's like a giant flying tube in the sky. I don't understand the engineering of it. I really don't. I don't understand the aerodynamics. I don't understand any of it. So I have little knowledge of what it does, and I've never experienced it before. 
So of course, flying at like hundreds of miles per hour through the sky at like 40,000 feet is pretty terrifying. Now I rode it for the first time, you know, when I was little. Rode an airplane for the first time, got off. I was like, that was sick. That was really cool. The second time, maybe a little bit less nervous. But I mean, over the flights that I've had in my life, I get on a plane, no question, no doubt in my mind. Like, of course, yeah. It's just a flight. Of course, it's going to work. Um, and that's how trust is built. You know, you're not supposed to like open up your soul to somebody on the first date and trust them with everything. But I'm saying once you get to know them, once you realize that, oh, this is a really cool person. Oh, they, they care about me. Oh, they, I, they're responsible. They're responsible with the things I tell them. I, and then I, slowly that trust begins to build. That's how you build trust every single day, showing up every single day. And the last one, I don't even know how, how much time have we going. Oh, we've been going like 15 minutes, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. It's been good. Okay. Uh, the last one is healthy. Oh, what do healthy relationships look like? Hmm. This is a good question for Google. What do healthy relationships look like? I mean, it's going to vary from person to person, I feel like, whether, you know, who you ask. Um, I'm going to say this. A healthy relationship, in my opinion, and again, this is kind of just like off the top of my head, so don't like hold me to this, but I would say a healthy relationship is one that you are growing together and you're growing individually, okay? You have individual growth in your life and you have um, growth as a couple. Number two is there is a lot of laughter. You guys are able to laugh with one another. That's super important. Laughter is good medicine for the soul. Lots of laughter and you have a great community around you. You have a great community of people and friends. Uh, nobody likes the couple cult. You know the couple cult? Well, where people start dating someone and they disappear forever. And you're like, where's John? I haven't seen him in like eight months. Oh yeah, he's with uh, Betty and they've only been, they only hang out with one another. No, don't be John and Betty, okay? Don't be the couple cult. Have a great community around you. If people don't want to hang out with you and people don't want to double date with you, uh, ask why. Ask yourselves why. Maybe we're not that healthy. Maybe we're not fun to be around. So I would say healthy relationships look like growth, laughter, and... Finally, community. Boom. I just flew through those questions. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope that you enjoyed them. I enjoyed it. That's fun. The most Googled questions. I mean, it makes sense why they all are Googled, but um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We got one episode left in our Real Relationship series, guys. One episode left. How crazy is that? Um, and then we're moving on to a different series. Uh, I also announced on Instagram that we have the one and only Nathan Finocchio coming at the end of the month. Uh, it's going to be incredible. Uh, this next season of The Future Is Now is going to be next level, I promise you. Um, thank you so much for being a part of The Future Is Now family. If you haven't yet, write a written review on Apple Podcasts. Join my mailing list. You can find it in the show notes below. Get to my website. Join the mailing list. Subscribe to my channel uh, and leave a written review and share this on Instagram. Instagram at Spencer Knock. Thank you again so much for watching and we'll see you guys next time when the future is now.